from Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the rumor mill for the week of April 12th, 2021. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. The level of unprofessionalism, far too much. The rumor mill starts now. Uh, like I said at the top of the show, my name's Joe Batance, and this is the Rural Mill for the week of April 12th, 2021. Uh, but I don't do this show alone. I always do it with my partner in crime. Uh, no, literally, we, we commit crimes during the week. Uh, she's the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and gore herself, Miss Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. Hello, how are you? Yeah, people are always uh, shocked when I tell them. I think because I think they think I'm like I used to do this thing in college when I wasn't out of the closet. Uh, they would go like, "Oh, well, why didn't you go to the the heterosexual orgy?" And I'd be like, "Oh, because I'm gay." And they'd be like, <laughs> "Cut up, right?" And um, the same thing happens now. And people are be like, um, "So what? What do you do for work?" And I go, commit crimes with my friend Lori. And then they're always like, what? They just go, <laughs> we don't know. You and I, people don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say this yeah. on the show. We are renowned bank robbers. Yeah, we, we were we're pretty famous. Yeah. Uh, you know. the, yeah it, Mostly it, because um, what happens is, is, and this is true, mm-hmm. we don't wear masks. No. Mm-mm. We go in, we're fully, you know, we're naked. Naked? We're mm-hmm. fully, yeah, we're fully nude. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go in and we rob banks. And then whenever people give a description, they go, I mean, I feel like it was a person wearing a ridiculous fat costume. Yes. Yeah, that's that's our plan. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're yeah. like, they're nobody all, believes that's a real body. Yeah. They all think it's like, we're, they're like, yeah, they came in dressed as fat bastard and the nutty professor. Um, yeah. Yeah. One of them had pubic hair that went from her feet mm-hmm. to her the top of her boob yeah because so. they were like and we can't tell if they're men or women because one of them is super tall but had no yeah. penis but then the other one is short but had no penis and we didn't see penises but they could be men you know one's taller than any, a woman we didn't see, we didn't see any any v- vagina penis yeah it was just all fat and pubic hair yeah but one of them had like a really like her right this one person's right arm was just huge <laughs> and she had it in like a permanent fist yeah so it's yeah. really weird and that's funny yeah because then the, the other thing too was um they had a getaway driver i don't know why and he was 11 and had like wooden blocks so he could reach the pedals yeah and then the one of the short ones said that's my boyfriend he's driving the car Yeah. I like it. All right. I think we should. I will say this though. Mm-hmm. This is going to seem. This is going to be gross, but yeah. that it's also. I f- I find it funny in sure. a perverse kind of way. Yeah. But 
when uh, w- doing research on serial killers, mm-hmm. you find that they do the exact same thing that we're talking about doing. They'll mm-hmm. they'll like joke about doing crimes, and people will laugh because mm-hmm. it's so you know it's so outrageous. Yeah. So the so I just think it's funny that you know um, there was a German uh, German guy. I forgot his. I think his name was like Fritzel. Mm-hmm. He kept his daughter in a a like a basement dwelling for like decades. Mm-hmm. And um, he built this dungeon mm-hmm. area and a friend of his built it for him. Mm-hmm. And the friend was like, Hey, one day was like, Hey, uh, Fritzel, what are you, uh, what are you going to use this uh, basement for? And he goes, Oh, I'm going to keep my daughter in here and, uh, and rape her. And they were <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that's so funny. But really, what? And he's like, no, I'm going to keep my daughter in here. And then he did, and they were shocked by that. That's what I think is so weird. You know, Laurie, we, I'm not going to get too into this. We'll talk about it off the air. Cause we talked about it at length yesterday during Just Between Us Girls. But um, uh, I had seen it on Reddit, and then Taylor saw it and sent me the entire list of videos. But on Reddit, they played this video from this woman who's a... a a diagnosed psychopath, but she's in treatment and stuff like that. And they just ask her questions about being a psychopath. And I was telling Taylor, it was fascinating because she's smart and she's been in treatment. And so she recognizes that what the, the crazy things she is saying, she recognizes that they're weird to people, but you yeah. can tell that she truly believes that it's not weird. And that she still thinks yeah. it's okay, but that she realizes through treatment that other people don't see it this way. Like, there was a story, we didn't get too into this yesterday, but where, like, she was walking through her apartment building and saw a possum drowning in a swimming pool. And she was saying, well, you know, most people would then, you know, try and save the possum, you know? Why? It's a possum. <laughs> Oh, did I fail? Psychopath alert! Psychopath alert! (laughs) (laughs) We have a psychopath here. Uh, Well, I said you the biggest lord. Nobody else would get a stick and push it in. That's what she did. That's That's what I would do. Why would you save a possum? (laughs) Seems like that seems. Look, you give me any other animal—dog, cat—I'll save it possum no i'm finishing the job that god started like what <laughs> what's even funnier about this was taylor said that he heard some of these stories he told him she reminded the stories reminded him of something you would do <laughs> and i was so i think you put the nail in that coffin because one of them was <laughs> go ahead oh i was gonna tell you i so well first I have a thing that about psychopaths. But yeah. first, before I forget, the yeah, last night I listened to the last part of uh, Drag Race Recap yeah. when you guys were sort of just like talking and stuff. Yeah. The conversation that you had with Taylor about how he needed to sign off, go on his phone, and go into Discord to get on the stage, probably one of my fu- the funniest things. Oh, why? I, I just... Just you... Explaining it so simply, yeah. and him just going, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> he's really bad at technology." Like, yeah, so like this is not going to go well. Yeah. Like, it was like it was like you trying to go like, well, "All right, so here are the nuclear codes." That okay, 
so to save it, the it, world. It's funny that like, you're saying okay. that. It's funny that. I was afraid, too, because I'm all like, if he hangs up, he has no way to ask me a question, right? Yeah. No, and I was you like, guys stayed on. Let me end. tell you this. I, I have learned my lesson. I have learned my personal lesson, right? Yeah. In the, in the old days, like, for, for instance, if I turn audio hijack off, you won't hear my mic anymore, right? So it used to be that when we would sign on Google Meet, I would keep it off. And then when he signed on, I'd turn it on, then he would see me, right? And without fail, without fail, every week, every week, he'd sign on and see me. and Or let's say I signed on, he was already on, and I would, hadn't turned my audio hijack on. He'd be like, Joe, 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 I'm not hearing you. Joe, Joe, every week. So now I make sure that audio hijack is on before I before he comes on before anything. That was I mean, look, I don't mean to make fun of somebody who has a genuine cuz I get it. I I you know, my dad has a genuine fear and like nervousness of technology. Mm-hmm. But it was just hilarious listening to you just like explain it to him so simplistically yeah. and just the the timber in his voice was just like this is going I no, this isn't going to work. This yeah. is but you guys did it and it was fun yeah so but yeah so my whole thing so i read this book Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago called the psychopath next door or i think it was the sociopath next door sure it helps you determine whether or not you are predisposed to psychopathy okay and there are some tests there's some tests in there so i'm gonna do free i'm gonna do an example test for you okay okay? sure and i and I and i will answer honestly i will answer honestly and I'm going to tell you right now, I think this test is stupid. Like, okay. And I'll, I'll explain why. Sure. But I think this test is flawed, and I don't like it. Sure. But here's the test. All right. Okay? Let me, yeah, let me put on the test music. Do I have one? Uh, let's see here. No. Okay, go ahead. So you have a, you have your, a really important job, and you're in line for a promotion. Mm-hmm. You have to... You get in your car. You're running a little bit late. Okay. Mm-hmm. You get in your car. Today is a really big day. It's mm-hmm. probably the most important day of your life mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. You are driving to your job where you're going to give a a very important, excuse me, a very important presentation. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Immediately after that, you give that presentation. You are flying a red eye mm-hmm. to New York to interview for a. Uh, a promotion that could be life-changing. Okay. Okay. You realize you're all, you realize like over halfway your drive that you forgot to leave out dog food and water for your dog mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. So these are the only two options. Okay. Okay. Do you go to work? And just accept the fact that when you get home, your dad or your dog, your dad, your dog might be dead. Mm-hmm. Or <clears throat> do you go home, feed your dog, miss your presentation? I'm sorry, there are three. There are three scenarios. Do you go home, miss, feed your dog, miss your presentation, but still make it to your flight? Or do you go to your presentation, miss your flight, and then and go home and feed your dog? I think I would miss the presentation. Uh, but okay. by the way, I think you and I both know this is a stupid question because there's a million other options, but okay. That's the thing. That's why I hate this. There's so many other options. There's 
call some call a family member call call have somebody at work go like there's so many other yeah. things that you could do that you know task rabbit mm-hmm. you know yeah that's what i hate i i refuse to answer that question because there's there there's so many other scenarios it doesn't say how old the dog is by the way there's even a flaw in the scenario in that let's be honest just because you feed the dog before you leave for work, right? If the dog, if you're not going to be back in time, you're not going to be back in time to feed the dog again, right? So in other words, if you're yeah. gone for long enough that the dog's going to die, right? Well, then, in other words, if you're going to be gone for that long, then you've already made plans to have the dog fed until you're like, oh, I forgot to leave the food out. That person will just feed them when they feed them later, yeah. you know? But if you're going to be long enough that the dog's dead, then you already fucked anyway, whether you left food you're out right. or not. You already set it up to where you're a sociopath who doesn't give a shit about your dog. Because if, if for me, if I if this is me, I would have had like a friend come over yeah. and make sure that the dog is, is doing okay at some point at night, you know? So you if you didn't have that set up, then yeah, you're already... Or you know, I would have put the dog in a kennel. You know? Yeah, put a dog in a kennel, you know, have a dog stay over at a friend's house where there's other dogs that they yeah. can play with. Yeah, this, this this story makes no sense. Um, that's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's like a, a story that they give to people to see if they're psychopaths. Yeah. And to me, I was like, I would fail that instantly because I'd be like, there's so many other options for this story. It's such a dumb story. But I think, but here's the deal, Lori, what, what a therapist might say or, or a psychiatrist is that the level of empathy means that we look for other options. Whereas a psychopath would just be like, oh, I don't give a shit about the dog, whatever. Well, if in this scenario, if yeah. I had to answer, I would just say I would leave the dog. Like, why oh, would? would I worry? About- yeah, why Why put my... It's a dog. It's not a human. It's not like I left my child at home. Like why would I why would I risk my future to save a dog that's gonna die anyway? Well, the guy is official. Lloyd a psychopath. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, anyway. I, I don't okay, know Lori, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I have I have a scenario for you, right? I have a okay. scenario for you. And this is not as long of a setup. And do I have to answer the scenario, or or can I find a different option? Yeah, you can find it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's an open-ended option. Oh, okay. Okay. You live next door to somebody. Okay. okay. No, no, you live in an apartment building, but the per- you know, you have an assigned parking space, and there's a person in your apartment building, and you know who it is and stuff like that. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know them, but you know who the person is, right? Yeah. And but they have the parking spot right next to you. Okay. And every time okay. you park, you notice they have these two bicycles parked there. And they're dusty. They've In the, all the years that you've lived there, they've never used these bicycles. But they're perfectly good uh-huh. bicycles. Okay? Like bicycles, like, not like motorcycles. No, bicycles. no, no, no. Like regular bicycles. Okay. Like Schwinn bicycles. Right? Are they in my way in any way? No. Or they just no. parked in the They're just there. Okay. You just notice that they never, wow, these people never use these bicycles. They have two bicycles. They're dusty. They're collecting dust. They're just sitting there. Right? And uh, a friend of yours says, hey, listen, I am, um, uh, I'm, uh, 
I'm going to come over. Let's go to the beach and we'll ride bikes. And you're like, great, I have a bike. You know, because you do have a bike. You have your own bike. Okay. Okay. But when your friend gets there, she goes, oh, I didn't bring a bike. Now, I suppose you could rent a couple of bicycles, but that costs money, right? Yeah. Um, but also there's the option, I suppose. And you can have other options. You can give me whatever answer you want. Then you're like, well, these people never use these fucking bikes. I'm going to bring them back and I'm going to put air in them. They're going to come back better than before. You know? Uh, I'm sure they won't mind or even notice they're gone or anything like that, right? Uh, so about, those are two options, but the, you can you can think of any option you want. What would you do in this scenario? I would tell my friend that she has to pay to rent a bike, and if she doesn't want to do that, then we're not we're not riding bikes at the beach. Uh-huh. We'll go to the beach. It's her fault if she wants to come up with a whole other uh, scenario and then doesn't bring a bike and expects me to solve the problem. Then yeah. fuck her. Yeah. So, well, the re- the reason yeah. I brought that st- that scenario up was in that person I was talking about. One of the stories she tells is she just took the bikes. Oh, see, I wouldn't take the bikes because um, if you had told me, look, if you had told me they were brand new bikes and that they were in the garage and or that there was upkeep, that the tires were rotated and all that stuff, that the chain was fine. But the fact that they're just sort of rotting in the garage, I was like, no, because what we'll ha- end up having to do probably is go switch the chain, fill it up with, with air. Well, she did make, do that. Know, clean it. She did do all like, that. Like, yeah, that's. That's too much work. I would just pay to rent a bike. Oh, no. She did do that stuff. And then the neighbors came up and said, like, um... And she put the bikes back. And uh, the neighbors were like, our bikes were gone. And then they came back. You know anything about this? And she's like, oh, yeah. I took them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I brought them back. And they were furious. And she couldn't understand why they were so upset. Yeah. I I mean, that's definitely psychopath behavior. But for me, I, I guess maybe I'm a lazy psychopath where mm-hmm. I would... I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't because then you just got to do so much. It's there's so much work involved. Yeah. So why why would I give myself extra work when I could just go rent a bike? Yeah. That is already has is already you know. Mm-hmm. Over, I have. Um, <clears throat> there's a when I lived at a different cul-de-sac, there was a neighbor. Um, so you know. You I, you don't live in a coal sack, but I don't know if you have this problem. Yes, I do. When people, <laughs> you do live in a coal sack. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> cul de sacs. I I find that people just sort of think that like the entire cul de sac, like you could park anywhere, and mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. So when there were parties and stuff, people used to park right in front of the um our driveway. In front of the driveway just... or on the sidewalk? Yeah. No, in front of the driveway. They would, like, if somebody had a party, there'd be cars all over the place, and then somebody would, like, park right in front of the driveway. Okay. So we'd have to, like, knock on houses and be like, whose car is this? Blah, blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I did, so then when I got older, Mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm not going to call, because my parents used to be like, just knock on the house, be nice. And I was Mm -hmm. like, fuck that. No, I'm going to have the cars towed. So I used to just call tow trucks all the time and just have them tow the car. Uh And then our neighbors would get upset with us and be like, why don't you just let us know? And I go, because you don't park in somebody's driveway. Like you shouldn't, as an adult, you should know that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I did also one time a motorcycle parked in our driveway and I kicked up the kickstand and pushed the motorcycle over. And I was, and then they, the, nobody knew that it was me, but everybody knew that it was me. And I was just like, we'll prove it. 
those are the things I do. Hmm. Hmm. That's uh very odd, Lori. Um. Okay. So okay. So now let me explain what's going to happen. Okay. Okay. So um, everyone listening. So this is what we're going to do for the rumor mill today. Is we're going to play it out. But let me just tell you because there's not really any rumors. There's no spoilers. There's nothing. But I want to hear what you guys think of the season. 13 so far. We're not talking about any spoilers, so if you're worried about spoilers, there will be no spoilers. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, talk to me and Lori about the spoilers so far. In order for us to do this, though, okay, in order for us to do this, uh, I'm going to leave for a second, and then... Uh, and then we will go on uh, – I have to do some complica- – complicated for me, not complicated for you. But we're, you're going to all have to switch to the stage in a second, all right? But let me, I'll tell you when. So let me play the outro music out now. For those of you listening later at home, you won't notice any sort of change at all. But uh, here we go. Let's get out of this segment. So, uh, let me see here. Um, are there any, does anybody here want to come in right now? And so here we are, we are now on the stage where people can come in right now. The topic is, um, drag race season 13, your thoughts on the episode, your thoughts on the season, you know, uh, just raise your hand and we'll let you, you can talk to the world famous comedy icon, Lori Rogging Camp. Oh, by well, the way, I have a story to tell while you while we're waiting. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Where are you oh, okay. I was saying while we're waiting, um, just because I haven't really been listening to Drag Race Recap over, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched the season, what mm-hmm. are your thoughts overall on the season? You know, just talking to Aiden about this is, um, you know, I, I like talking about draggers with Aiden because just in, in engaging with him, I think of new points that I never during the that's episode. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And so I get to like work things out. So like I have to say this for next episode. Um, but um, one of the, the 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 new thing that I was talking about this morning with him was you know, there's a there's a person named Gottmik and he's a trans male. Okay. And oh um, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, and I was saying that, you know... Is he in the finals? He is. He's in the finals. And I was <laughs> saying that Gottmik is going to... You know, the way Gottmik's personality is, is that Gottmik has the personality of someone who will do very well post-drag race. No matter if Gottmik wins or loses, even if he wins, he has the personality that he's going to be... Like, he's going to be very popular at DragCon, he's going to be very popular just in general, because... He has a very charming personality. And yeah. um, and so I was saying, but like, even if Simone wins, and Simone is fierce, I think Gottmik will have a better career, whether he wins or loses, than Simone. Uh, the other, in, ter- in terms of the season, um, you know, it's one of these things where people might think I might complain about the season too much. I think I said this in the show last night. But the show as a whole is just blah. There were too many episodes, but it's not bad. It's not a ter- it's not a terrible season. It's not a terrible season. It's just a milk toast season. But uh, in but and so like in terms of having to watch it, I think I said this in the show. If I was going to a bar with friends 
and watching it, it would be like, oh, that was a fun thing to do at the bar and I would forget it the next day. But in terms of having to recap it, it's been sort of a slog. Um, but what I want to talk about is maybe people might be excited to hear about this is, you know, they announced this week that uh, Dragula is coming back. It's going to be on Shutter, And oh, they cool. now... Oh, you didn't see this? And they are going to have a $100,000 Oh, yeah, yeah, prize. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw that. Sorry. I, I and was... Evie Oddly has toyed with the idea of seeing if she can do uh, try and compete for Dracula. Really? Ooh, that would be yeah. fun. And I was telling Taylor last night, I go, it's not that I'm over Drag Race. I'm over the way they're, they're letting out this Drag Race or the way it's being produced. Because I am... This is not that I am like, ugh, whatever, I hate drag. I am so excited for Dracula. I am I'm so, so excited, excited for drag. Yeah, I am so excited for Dracula. You don't even understand how excited for Dracula I am. Well, uh, I just feel like the, and this is just my general consensus. This is somebody mm-hmm. who's watched, you know, a lay person who's watched a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't like the, pa- like the pageantry to me, it's just, it's a non, it's, it doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Like the looks, the looks are just like, oh, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a nice outfit. Good for them. But yeah. it's not like, it's not like Dragula where it's like, oh, that took skill and that, you know, I don't feel like mm-hmm. that took any kind of like, crap, you know, like it just doesn't see, it's. To me, anytime I see an outfit, I'm just like, oh, that's a nice outfit that that person bought, you know, mm-hmm. which I'm sure they, the drag queens do make their outfits, but it just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, um, I'm tr- trying to think of the world word, but it just doesn't feel like, a, a, you know, made or, or tailored or, or yeah. anything or like custom made where like we, in the, in the sh- Dragula, I feel, I feel like, you know, I can see every queen's like personality and attitude on their outfits. And maybe that's just because I, I've been watching for so long, but I just, I, I like, I like the show. I like the, you know, I like the, the personalities of the queens and how they, you know, interact with each other, even the ones who are unsufferable. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just, you don't get that on Drag Race. Well, Lori, I have big news. We have all the way from Scotland, Decemberhead. Hello, Decemberhead. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello. How are you doing? We're good. We're, How we're, are we're, you? we're doing very well now. Now, Deckhead, you when you mm-hmm. left that voicemail, you said on Discord that you tried really hard to really not sound as Scottish because then we wouldn't understand you. Yes. And I really want you to let your Scottish flag fly. Oh, it's quite difficult to um, switch off when I'm talking to English people or Americans. Because I used to work as a tour guide, so I've, I've actually sort of put an on my tour guide voice for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. What were, what were you a, where were you a tour guide? Um, I was a tour guide when I was at uni, um, and I did oh, okay. tours of the university. Yeah. So oh, it was a history tour, and uh-huh. I had to deal with a lot of Americans. Do a lot of Americans go to Scottish universities? Yes. Um, so during sort of the, when s- the semester starts in, say, September time, mm-hmm. a lot of the parents of American students will come and do a tour while they're there, oh. exploring their Scottish roots. Oh, I see. Uh, well, let me ask you this question. And, I, and I'm being honest here. 
Well, I, I don't want to leave the question. So question number one is, what is the dumbest question you got from an American specifically on one of these tours? This one. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe not not the dumbest question, maybe, but the dumbest thing that an American ever, has ever said to me mm-hmm. was that they were more Scottish than I am. Mm-hmm. Because they had Scot, they had Scottish ancestry going back hundreds of years, mm-hmm. um, whereas my ancestry is mostly Irish. Okay, and he claimed that even though he is from America, that he is far more Scottish than I am and I will yeah. ever be. Oh, uh, Americans most, are so annoying. Yeah, yeah. The most That's awkward like... one. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, the most awkward one. Okay. The most awkward one was this elderly um, Texas Texan couple mm-hmm. who were on tour, um, mm-hmm. and they were very interested in what would happen with Brexit. Okay. And this was a good few years ago when we thought Brexit would be it would work out okay. Maybe it was a terrible thing that happened, but maybe we'd get a good deal and it'd all be fine. And okay. he asked me. The, the husband, he asked me what the situation would be in Northern Ireland. Would there be a hard border? Mm-hmm. And I was like, absolutely no chance. There'll be no hard border at all. Um, and jokingly said that the most, the, the most you'll see of a border is probably like a wee garden gate or something. It won't be a, a Trump-style wall. And as soon as I mm-hmm. said it, I knew I'd made a mistake because he spent 15 minutes telling me about why they needed the wall. Oh, oh. Say, saying all these terrible things about Mexicans mm-hmm. and saying that they were child snatchers, which mm-hmm. this was pre-listened to Afterthought Media. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know that's true from you, Joe. But there's what? And now I know that Mexicans are child snatchers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. But he said some horrible things. It was really terrible. And he was, I was late for a lecture as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh, my God. Um, I one time had a girl that I knew that I grew up in high mm-hmm. school with claim that she was um, she was more Native American than Native Americans. That her family, you know, her family were, was here and that, you know, and I was just like, work that out for me. And she never could really get the science mm-hmm. down, but got upset Ameri- when I yeah. kept questioning her. Americans. Let con- yeah, let me confirm with my ancestry DNA, but I believe I do have one percent scottish which means i'm more scottish than you yes um, americans do a 23 me test and think they have dual nationality oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'm one percent scottish well so. i i uh i teach in orange county which is a very republican area of, of california mm. and yeah um Yesterday, I had two conversations that were going well and then ended with when one of them said something super stupid. And I was just like, I just don't have time. Uh, and uh, one of them was this guy I was talking to who I used to work with. I used to work. He's a teacher. I used to work under him. And we were talking about the pandemic and everything. And I was like, he was like, yeah, just <clears throat> it makes you really see what's important. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I I was just like, I'm so excited that my aunt's going to get be fully vaccinated. She's going to get a shot on Monday. And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're forcing everyone to get vaccinated. They're not going to be happy to we're all microchipped. And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that, Lori. I saw a former student on Facebook. Someone posted a link that Orange County, where you live, is toying with the idea of creating digital vaccine passports that you could show that, you know, at like Disneyland oh. and Angel Stadium that you are vaccinated, oh, right? 
And I was like, yeah, but this article was specifically about Orange County. And he posted the link, and he was from the OC Register. And he goes, oh, thank God I moved out of California and to South Florida where I don't deal with this shit. And I was like, what is what is what is going on here? But 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 I guess my question before we get to drag race deck is um how often do Amer- did Americans bring that brave heart to you? Oh, um fairly often actually. Um and Sc- Scottish people don't like the film Braveheart because it is very historically inaccurate. Okay. Um, oh, I'm shocked by that. So Braveheart I, didn't usually, fly that that guy. Uh, he didn't Mel fly Gibson an airplane. Is so spot on. And bomb, yeah. And no, William uh, Wallace didn't hate Jewish people. Um. Oh, that's right. William Wallace <laughs> didn't hate Jewish people. And also, Mel Gibson is Mel Gibson's uh, uh, nationality. I guess is the best way to put it. Is sort of weird too because I think he's like an American, but he was born and raised in Australia, isn't that right? And then came back to the U.S. I don't know what his story. It's very well, strange. Dickhead, Dickhead is the Mel Gibson historian for. Yes. Oh yeah, so that's, <laughs> well, that's, why, that's why I invited. That's why I invited Dickhead on here. People don't know this. Um, Dickhead is part of the of the uh, Mel Vets, you know. <laughs> Uh, and so he knows all about Mel Gibson. In fact, uh, the name of the group, they, they changed their name to Sugar Tits. <laughs> and uh, so he's now that in that sense. group. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I asked him on. I know he's a big Mel Gibson fan. Like, he's, like, he's a big fan of, like, um, Burn on a Wire, that movie with Goldie Hawn. Remember that great film he made? And, um, and when, oh, what, a, what Women Want. Remember that? Where he danced with a hat. But, uh, yeah. but Dad, let's talk about Drag Race. Um, what are your thoughts on season 13? What do you want to share with the audience? I think um, you and Taylor brought this up I think last week during the top 5 episode mm-hmm. but nothing really of note bar a few things has happened this season mm-hmm. like when we got to the top 5 I was shocked because I know it's been mm-hmm. such a long season but mm-hmm. I can't remember any of the challenges i can't remember how we got to the top five mm-hmm. so even though it's this season's been on the entire year so far mm-hmm. it's it, it's felt really quick but also too long mm-hmm. i've just it's and i don't think it being on at the same time as drag Race uk um has helped mm-hmm. whether you think drag Race uk season two is the greatest season of all time Mm-hmm. Um, do you? Uh, no, I don't think okay. so. Um, it's certainly fresher and has had more memorable moments than season thirteen, and I think it has. Hurt but let me ask you this question: because I loved Drag Race UK season one, and halfway through season two, I just got busy. Are you saying it's better than season one? Um. I don't know actually if it w- if I would consider it better. I think it's maybe a bit uh, slicker and okay. it seems well. Rude doesn't really know what he's doing in the UK. He doesn't get any of the references. Mm-hmm. It's actually been quite annoying that the host of a show about yeah. the best drag in the UK doesn't actually yeah. know a single thing about that's UK what, drag. 
That's a really good point, Deckhead. That uh, it's yeah, really that when the hosts of a show don't know anything about the culture. By the way, listen to me and Lori on Drag Race Down Under coming May first. Uh, yeah. To Afterthought Media, and also go if you want to go listen to us on Sydney Gaze, uh, and also Drag Race Thailand. That's another great Nami. Nami's going to be uh, real. Uh, he's said that he's really excited about it. Really excited. Nami, about doing it. let me tell you this. Nami, who's in perfect health, has already ordered blood pressure medication. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. it's gonna work out. It's gonna be great. Okay, sorry, uh, yeah, we, we interrupted you, Deck. Go ahead. No, yeah, that is very frustrating. Um, obviously, RuPaul loves a stereotype, mm-hmm. and I think that's oh, partly yeah. why yeah. Lawrence Cheney, Lawrence Cheney, um, yeah. excelled so much in season two. Uh-huh. Because Lawrence Cheney is a walking Scottish stereotype. Uh-huh. People have accused her of that her her voice not being her real voice. It is her real voice. Oh, because she she thinks she thickened the Scottish accent. Yeah, so there is times where she like does like play up on it, but it's more for a joke. But her uh-huh. talking voice in Drag Race is her real voice. I've heard it in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something just for the BBC. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think. Because RuPaul is basically effectively judging Drag Race UK on stereotypes that she likes mm-hmm. and things that she doesn't, she's not the most effective judge. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at um, Snatch Game, for example, he had no clue it was happening. No clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, well, I, did, yeah. I had no clue what was happening. I, I, I did watch the Snatch Game and I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Now, um, what do you want to see for going forward? Like, like Drag Race Down Under. I know you're not Australian, but what do you want to see for Drag Race Down Under? What do you want to see with, um, you know, Drag Race All-Star 6? Without spoilers, what are you looking forward to? What do you want to see? What are you hoping for? I'm interested to see how how similar Drag Race Down Under is to the UK or the US version, because I don't know if you've seen many... Australian reality TV competition programs. Get, do you know who you're talking to? You were talking <laughs> well, to me and Lori, who we are experts on everything. Like, Lori, just the other day, Lori and I, just on a whim, took some of the money we robbed from the bank, and we flew <laughs> down to Sydney and went to the Beresford just for brunch, mm-hmm. and then flew back. Yeah. Maybe yeah, so... Definitely true. Australian reality TV competition programs are very Americanized. Like the the Australian version of MasterChef is the most stressful thing that I've mm-hmm. ever seen in my entire life, and that's not something mm-hmm. you normally see on British or UK mm-hmm. reality TV competitions. Mm-hmm. Like the you, have, you obviously haven't seen Laurie trying to button her jeans after a <laughs> uh, a night at uh, an Italian restaurant where she had too much fettuccine alfredo. But okay, yeah, I go full Australian. Yeah. So it will be very interesting to see how Americanized the Australian drag race is. And I'm glad Nomi isn't here to moan at me oh, for God. suggesting that Australian people could be American in any way. Did you hear last night, Deckhead, when... So, Lloyd, did, did, what did you think of Nomi was on the stage with us, Deck? And Luke wanted to come on. And I said, oh, let's bring Luke on. Because I ship Nomi and Luke. Bad idea. <laughs> Nomi was like, I got to go. A package is here. And they left. <laughs> Well, here, okay. Mm-hmm. I take people at their word. He said that he had a package that he had to get, so I 
I believe that. If that's what he said, then that's what that's what I believe. So. Conveniently, right when Luke had to come on. <laughs> well, he was he was off for a while. I mean, he wasn't mm-hmm. talking to you guys for a while, and then you then you said you had to bring Luke on. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Now, Deck, how do you feel being on the air with comedy icon Lori Rockingham? Does it? Does, are you nervous? He's done it before. This is my first I, time. I'm absolutely starstruck. Um, yeah, oh, really? I thought we've talked yeah. before. Sorry. Laurie, wow, you're... So you see, you see um, how important it is to Laurie. You're an icon in the Edinburgh, or as Joe said, oh, it's right. Edinburgh um, uh-huh. comedy scene. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could head, you, know. you could headline the Fringe Festival if you wanted to. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you this. How far are you from Edinburgh? Uh, Deck. Edinburgh. Uh, it's about 70 miles from me. Because next time, you know, all my friends always go to the Fringe Festival. Laura, you and I should go to the Fringe Festival. I know John Paul goes every time. Well, not during the pandemic. I but every to, every other time I you go. I want to do the Fringe Festival. I've had friends who've done the Fringe Festival, and they say it's it's amazing. They love it. They say it's like the probably one of their favorite uh, comedy festivals. Do you it's go to not Fringe just comedy. Deck? I've never been because you won't know this, but there's a sort of um, the the city I'm from is called Glasgow, and a sort of rivalry between Glasgow and Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. So oh. I hate Edinburgh with a passion, because I think it's quite touristy. Yeah, and Edinburgh is yeah. no more touristy than during the Fringe Festival. It mm-hmm. is. Oh, that'd be tough. So it's absolutely a Scottish saying, "Hoaching me ball bags." Um, what? Hoaching. <laughs> Weigh ball bags. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, it means so just very busy with people. Okay. <laughs> ball bags, sort of a famous phrase, it means scrotum. Okay. Um, ah. And it's mm-hmm. what we named our most recent hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, hurricane nice. ball bag, it's called. You guys are doing it right. You guys Let me ask you this question. This is, this is a legitimate question. This is, gonna, this is a very serious question. I want you to take it seriously. Right. Yeah. When another, what's a, Lloyd, why did you just say that? Why were you sarcastic? No reason. Let's just see your serious question. <laughs> this is a very, Lloyd, don't make me laugh. This is a very serious question, okay? Yeah, okay. When gay eat each other's asses out, do they call it faggots? Sorry, you need to repeat. I must have started the question. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Discord didn't even believe in your question. It cut out. <laughs> <laughs> when gay guys are eating each other's asses out, do you guys refer to that discussion as faggots? No, but we should. I honestly think what I love about this, Joe, is that you you had such confidence in it that you you repeated it. You know, <laughs> you told That's me what... that they didn't hear the first part. You told me that yeah, they didn't hear the first part. You didn't just go. Well, maybe I should just move on. You went, no, I think I need to make sure that it comes in clear. <laughs> but you hear it. All right, Deck, do you have anything else you want to say? Cause it, and who do you think we should invite on next? I invited Yaz and he turned me down. Oh, um, I would love to hear a voice reveal from Humble Pie. I know she'll never do it, but... Humble Pie came in last time. But this, like, I, I, bump this somebody. Is the, this is the second one I've been able to listen to because you've been doing it while I'm asleep because of the time difference. Have you ever spoken to Humble Pie? No. Oh, Humble, Ooh. come on. This would be like like a celebrity coming on. 
FYI, Humble, he, Humble can I, he, also just come on. She doesn't. Yeah, that's the thing you didn't know. Humble just has made the ability that she can just go on and go on. Whatever. I don't have to invite her. She can just come on. Hey, I think that's the best part. Well, Deck, Deck, meet Hello. Humble Pie. Hi, Declan. Hello. Yes, oh the joke, the issue is so not cute. that, like, I don't raise my hand. It's that I can't. I don't have the button for it. Mmm. <laughs> mmm, suspicious. Humble, you Deck. should just come on. Yeah, Deck. Whenever you, you want. Yeah, just pop in. Deck, you, because I, I know people have said this to me before, that Humble Pie is the celebrity of Afterthought. You have here Humble Pie, the mistress of Discord. What do you have to say to her now that you have her here on, on the air? Oh, I don't know. She's she is the the Discord celebrity. Like Joe, you can pop in the Discord and people will just ignore you. I know all that, that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, hum, not, humble, you're, pre- you're preaching to the choir. I know that. <laughs> humble comes on and everyone's interacting, and humble always interacts with everyone's um, comments on Discord, which is always really nice. Oh, very De- made De- this like. Sorry, yeah, oh, you go ahead. No, go ahead, Deck. Humble Pie is the. This is the. This Discord has been amazing over lockdown. It is like a nice little community. Mm-hmm. And Humble yeah. is the foundation of it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She's the lifeblood of the Oh, she really is. We, but, we stand yeah. on the shoulder of shoulders of giants, and that giant is Humble Pie. Oh, she, wow. Yeah, she's, Joe is the body. Joe is the face, <laughs> the flesh, and Humble is the blood. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Humble's working her ass off because you got to get a lot of blood into that fat ass body. So yeah, that's true. That's a good point, Laurie. Well, no, Laurie's the forks. So, but not yeah, Laurie. <laughs> yeah, it's like Edward Scissorhands. Laurie's the fist. You know now. Um, but now that I have Deck and Humble here, why do you think this is? Why do you think when I go on there, it's like I can say and people just ignore it. I'm just ignored. And I'm like, I started this fucking network and I am ignored as if like the awkward kid, like, like Lori walks into a room. I'm ignored like, like that. Yeah. Like I walk into a room of the of children I'm teaching and they go, Oh, yeah. stop talking about her. Yeah. yeah. Just, um, the giant's here. So um, you're the dad. Is he Humble the dad? Deck, what do you think it is? I don't know. Um, because, you know, you're not... Maybe they're just... Maybe a bit nervous. Nervous? Yeah. Are you nervous right now? Uh, somewhat. Even, like, these the 14 people who are listening, yes, very nervous. <laughs> Makes me very nervous. Um, no, By I the think way, that... still more than anybody who listens to any bloody podcast show. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think some people may be a bit nervous. I don't know. Maybe they're worried about um, creating a. Is it another? Is it was it Jordan Darling that made you um, scream at people? Jordan Darling the, scream at people. What was the, was there a Discord yeah. listener, Discord person that commented and they said something that sort of set you off? No, that person. Yeah. Humble Humble remembers these things better. Yaz Waz is here. Yaz, we'll get to you in a second. Humble, who was it that I? Who are all the people that I've yelled at and banned from the show? Because I nearly did it with my Karen Batans. Um, you you <laughs> did? Yeah. No, I was never mad at that. Mm. Mm. No. Mm. <laughs> no, I think I even said in the show, I think we even commented when Taylor was on, 
And I said, an old version of Joe Batanz would have been mad, but I wasn't, I was a 0% mad, like not even a little mad. Um, Yaz is here. I think Yaz is on because, Hello. oh, Yaz, have we ever spoken before? No, we haven't. Um, but I'm not, I don't have my AirPods, so I don't know if it's uh, clear enough. Is it Okay. You sound perfectly fine. Okay. Now, Yaz, Deck, have you ever spoken to Yaz before? Yes, we've chatted before, yeah. We've had a little oh. message. Oh, really? Um, nice. Well, I always, I'm always curious of um, fellow Brits coming on to the... Because I remember the days when there really weren't any uh, Brit listeners. Oh, or, really? You know, from the... No, I mean among the uh, mix, you know, the people uh-huh. we knew. Uh-huh. So um, I messaged Dak, and also because um, he mentioned that he went to Glasgow Uni and my uh, partner went there. And I'm half, like, I span a lot of things because uh, I'm half, my dad's Scottish. Uh-huh. I'm well, you're Welsh, more Scottish. That, uh, yeah, you're more, you're more Scottish. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Uh, you said you're half Scottish, and then what's the other half? Well, my dad, I'm not half, my dad's Scottish, my mom is Welsh, and I'm Welsh, but I haven't oh. lived in the, I left the UK um, in 2005, so. Oh my goodness. I Why? haven't lived there, for, uh, well, initially to study, and then I just never went back. What, uh, uh, where do you live now? Now I live, <laughs> now I live in Belgium, which, oh. which, um. Uh, you know, doesn't have the most exciting reputation, but uh, well, you have it, it, but you have waffles. We have waffles. We have chocolate. We have uh, Belgians. Um, no, no vaccines. But <laughs> what was that, Deck? No vaccines. No, no, our vaccination level is low. Um, we've hit. I think we hit a million first doses uh, in Flanders, which. Is it's okay, but it's not great, and uh, I certainly won't be vaccinated before uh, probably July. And does it gross you out that here in the United States, like there are literally people they can't even give it away. There are people who won't take it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't gross. I mean, I I don't know what to say about it. I mean, I'm glad things are running how we would expect them to. Uh, pre-Trump. So, if you'd have come to if 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 Trump had never happened, and you said to us, "Oh yeah, the U.S. is leading the vaccination, and the U.K. is not far behind," you know, that's kind of what we'd think. Oh, the rich countries have got plenty of supply and everything. To be honest, I'm glad and surprised that it's all working. And that you know, I'm of course I wish it was working better. And surprised it's not working. In Germany, like that, uh, but yeah, I'm surprised too. Yeah, since, since they make one of the vaccines. Well, yeah, I mean, well, well uh, <laughs> one of the the production sites for Pfizer in Europe is about forty miles away from me. Yeah, it, they make oh. it in Belgium, and of course, anyway, we're getting off into the the heteros of vaccination. But um, I no, I've never spoken to you before, Joe. But we've been. We've sort of text chatted for a long time. And when I first uh, talked to you and when I first listened to Afterthought, I lived in Germany. Uh-huh. And I was a student in Germany. So there was like parallels with um, Evan's uh, story of like being isolated and watching mm-hmm. 
drag race, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, and then going on to what you were saying about humble pie. Um, I was always w- wishing we had some kind of um, way to message other other listeners. And when yeah. we had the Mixler chat, it was really fun, and it was mm-hmm. sad when it, you know, it was only for an hour, and then we'd all disappear. And I was like, oh, how do we, how do we keep the conversation oh, going? So yeah. I'm really glad that uh, someone thought of making a Discord, and uh, I'm very grateful to Humble Pie for running it all because uh-huh. it's nice to. Um, I mean, as you've seen from the intros, we've all got really different um, backgrounds and interests, and uh, yeah. No, but this, now, let me ask you a question. This, yeah, what what are yeah. your thoughts here on this season thirteen? Do you have any big drag race? Well, <laughs> I have to admit, my I don't have a lot. Uh, to say about Drag Race at the moment, but um, I wanted to jump in before when you... I think I do have things to say about the UK season, but season okay, 13... Go ahead. Just, season 13 has been a bit of a blur to me. I don't really... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't... What can I say? I mean, it, like you said, it hasn't been terrible. Um, mm-hmm. And it hasn't had those moments that I think we we go to drag race for these unexpected or witty things. I, I can't mm-hmm. think of many, many moments from season 13, but yeah. what you were saying before about, um, you wanted Dex's uh, uh, thoughts on drag race UK in comparison. I, I, yeah. I was saying to myself, Oh, I think season two of UK, you know, they've kind of, I mean, they all, they made it under Corona as well, so we have to be grateful and happy that all these people went through all that to make it. But of course, I kind of preferred season one. I think there were more... The cast were less worried about making uh, mistakes, I think. I think the cast were less... More experimental and less worried. They thought, oh, it's, oh, it's only being shown online. Maybe this won't get an audience. I think they were more fearless. and. Um, or maybe the producers were more fearless in the casting because they cast mm-hmm. some pretty rough and, <laughs> rough and ready characters and also yeah. some old favorites. I mean, I'm a bit biased because I am a bit older than Deck and I, um, I remember seeing Bag of Chips around. I'm almost, I think I'm the same age as Ben and Fraser or I'm around the same, Ben and Fraser and I were in London around the same time. Yeah, I'm going to the same places in the early 2000s. And um, uh-huh. Bag of Chips came along. He was around, but she wasn't a performer in her own right until I think the mid-2000s or mid to late. So I'm a bit biased. And that's the kind of London uh, scene that I remember. And then I left before you get this, um, what they now call the East London scene. Uh-huh. Um that came, that resurrected uh, after I left. So the, these mm-hmm. performers like Math and all the Shoreditch performers like uh, Crystal and um, who's from Shoreditch on this? Well, Bimini. And, so this all happened after I left and nobody would go out in that area when I lived there. But uh, I don't know. I think both, both the UK seasons have been... Uh, that's in season 13 but i mean i am very biased and i am a bit homesick for the uk so it's uh interesting you know 
for me to watch it. And that's uh, going back to what you said, do I miss the UK? Well, I do and I don't. And um, the, the, the London that existed when I lived there, it doesn't exist anymore. So I was lucky to see the end of 90s London uh, and, the, and the, little, the beginnings of what is there now. But when I go back, I don't recognize it. And many of the buildings and streets that used to be part of the nightlife scene have been demolished. And uh, yeah, it's completely different now. Let me ask you this question. Because you've been a listener for a long time. What is it like to yeah. be on the air with Laurie Rockingham? Well, I've, I'm, it's exciting. I'm nervous. But also, I didn't want you to think. Because I always used to refuse to come on. And I did went yeah. on Mixer. I refused, I refused to come on on Mixer. So I didn't, want, I didn't want you to. I didn't want to refuse again. But I feel like we've got. It's like you know, talking to old friends and you've got a lot to catch up on, even though we've never actually spoken. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, um, you know, I mean, I'd love, I wish I could go and see Laurie do stand-up, you know. I, I wish that... No, you uh, well, you know, I mean, that whole... No, I'm not talking about Corona, I'm just, I do miss um, that kind of... Because uh, living abroad, it's not the same. I've, I've lived away from Anglophone countries for about, well, 15 years. Mm-hmm. So, wow. yeah, I'd love to go and see uh, Laurie in one of in the stand-up nights. No, you really wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, her he'd, screaming... say he'd, like to see, he'd say he'd like to see me do stand-up, not you. <laughs> you know what? Why do something right before we went on the air? I don't know what Aiden and I were talking about, but um, I said a story came up. I said, oh, this is one of those stories. And Lori, I don't know if you have any stories like this where I had, I had used that story in my stand-up act. And now when I tell that story, I can only tell it the way I did in my stand-up act, but I don't like that. It, Lori knows this. It's, it's, normal conversation doesn't sound like stand-up. So it's yeah. really hard. So he goes, oh, well, tell me the story. And I started telling him the story. And then at the end, he was like, and I was like, ugh. Thank you. Anyway, uh, well, Deck, now, now you and Yaz and Deck, you guys have messaged each other, but you guys have never spoken, right? No. Mm -hmm. Now, Humble, you're there. I know you're on mute. What is it like to have Deck and Yaz on? People that you've seen on here, and now they, they look up to you. Uh, I have to question their taste on that one, to be honest. <laughs> but no, it's really great talking to them. And like, uh, I, I've, I think I said in my intro that like, uh, before Afterthought, I never got involved in online communities. I was just a lurker. Mm-hmm. I never commented or like made connections with anyone. I never had online friends. Yeah. So I do think that Afterthought community is really special. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that so many people can connect with it and meet new people. It's really great. You know, but humble. Everybody it's a bunch of people listening yeah. to a mentally unstable gay man <laughs> talk about a drag show that's losing popularity. So <laughs> humble, everybody. And I want to ask this of all of you. Everybody, though, you, humble. You are the most requested person at BetaCon. Has this changed your mind about attending BetaCon? It just makes me more inclined to hire a humble impersonator. You should. Oh, yeah, what's yeah, wasn't it like proud cake or something? I thought it was so funny. Whoever said oh, that. Oh yeah, boastful cake. <laughs> yeah, boastful yeah. cake. Yeah. 
Honestly, I would, I feel like I would pay for that. I would pay for you to hire somebody and then have an earpiece and then literally like in the rest of development, have that situation where we have a camera on the, on their head and then they just repeat whatever you say. And we just, we just talk to that person. Now, Lori, you're, you're an expert in cultural appropriation and what's appropriate. For sure. Would it be inappropriate for us to have humble show, but she only wears like a burqa the entire time? (laughs) I mean, if it's for security reasons, then I can't be racist. So. Yeah, no. Now, um, Deck uh, and Yaw has a question for you, too. Let's say, assuming coronavirus and everything, blah, 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 is better. Because you guys are far away. Could you guys see yourself coming to Betacon? I could possibly see it because I suppose corona has made you think, well, if... If there's no block of doing something financially, then you should go for it because you don't know uh, when it's not possible. I mean, I remember in Europe, we had this thing in 2010-ish. There was a a volcano erupted in Iceland and uh, Mm -hmm. it grounded all our flights for about, I don't know how long it was. It was weeks. I remember that. Yeah, you couldn't fly for weeks and weeks and weeks and all plans were cancelled a bit. And... um, Anyway, yes, short answer is yes. Uh, and I also have this thing that I, I, I try not to travel to the U.S. when there's a Republican president. So I've got, oh, a, little win- <laughs> I've got a little window now. <laughs> yeah, you do. What about You're you, Deck? Now, Deck is young. So maybe Deck like this, that might be a little too pricey for him. Well, it is a bit, yes, it is. A bit um, pricey, but... Yeah, it is, it is pricey, but... Um... I was actually sort of looking at prices roughly for the dates that you mentioned, mm-hmm. and they're not too bad. I re- I got a job. I graduated university last year, just at the start oh, of the pandemic. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, and I got a. I had an internship through the summer, but then I, I luckily got a a job that pays decently well, and I was very very lucky because oh. obviously a lot of people are unemployed at the moment, and I'm very grateful mm-hmm. to have the job that I have. Oh wow. Um, so I probably could swing it. The only thing that could keep me away would be a volcano erupting. <laughs> well, the thing <laughs> too is, I, well, what do you guys think of this idea? But it would, it would, it would, it would just make plans a little trickier. But like, I was talking to Taylor about this, and I was like, well, what if we did it around DragCon, so that people who are here can then go to DragCon as well? Is that a good idea or not a good idea? Humble, I mean, why didn't you weigh in first? Since you're, since you're for sure going, Humble. Could you repeat that? Should we play the con around Dragon? I know she was, she was listening to her Survivor show. No, um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm cooking. <laughs> so I'm just distracted. <laughs> she's, oh. she's, in, she's in the bathtub. Yeah, <laughs> she's in the bathtub cutting up chicken. Should, should, <laughs> should we schedule Betacon to be adjacent to Dragon for people to go to that if they wish? I think that would be nice or around some other thing, like maybe um, around pride or something like that. Oh, so that people okay, yeah. have um, like activities they can go to. And it's not all of us just listening to Lori stand up the whole time. You know, oh, we got to take breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Lori giving her fourth lecture on, a, on a, an obscure female serial killer. <laughs> Trust okay, me, I got, got like it. a solid 10 minutes. So it would just mm-hmm. be me going, uh, what else is in the news? Yeah, and then Lori uh, forced people to sign up for the Patreon right there, right? It was awkward. Yeah, just, before you leave, <laughs> yeah. give us $2. 
What about you, Deck? What do you think? I'm not actually bothered about DragCon all that much. I know like um, they've, they've been the UK DragCons and similar drag conventions down in London. Yeah. I'm personally not all that bothered. I would love a, a Virgil stall, though, at Betacon. A what? A Virgil stall. Oh, that, that would be hard. I mean, we could maybe try and work that, but... Uh, if she's yeah, out maybe Virgil, yeah. That'd be, that'd be tough. But yeah, well, but yeah. Virgil would have to DJ. I mean, I feel like that would yeah. be obvious. Why don't they... Lori, I put... You know, Lori, Virgil... I posted a photo that Virgil posted that... that it's in the Discord how she is single, is out of jail, hand, and ready to go. Handsome woman. Yeah. Uh, we, she, so when you send that picture of her, uh-huh. she is what, in Scott, I think you said that she was, um, what's the word that you used? Um, we would call her a Ned. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is that? It's so very tough. That's a tough looking Ned. I mean, I've is seen that... women who look like her in Scotland. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what's, what's a net? It's, well, it supposedly stands for non-educated delinquent. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh-huh. It's basically sort of, um, usually, well, it's, they can, Neds can be of any age, but they're sort of um, young um, people who don't, petty criminals, essentially. Mm-hmm. Oh. Isn't it the, the Scottish equivalent of chav? Yeah, so they yeah. sort of so I'll do my Ned impression. So they sort of and they talk through their notes. They're like, "All right, mate, you got any uh, wheat on you?" That sort of thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she See, is. I, Her whole family is. Yeah. I thought you were okay. So that's interesting. I thought you were saying that she looks like like Ned, like a man, like. <laughs> she looks like kind of like a man. That's why she's a Ned. But oh, that's mm-hmm. wow! That takes it to a whole other level of a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, great. I would, I, love I would 100% see a reality show about Virgil. You know, Virgil has kids, like multiple kids and grandkids. Virgil's really? in her mid to late fifties. Yeah, Virgil's in her mid to late fifties. Wait, 50s. is Virgil not gay? She is. Oh, she's gay, but she has kids. Yeah. So she's mm-hmm. had. Has she given birth to those children? Yes. Uh huh. And she's had sex with a man to make those yep, kids? Apparently, yeah. But she's so kidding. yeah. Yaz, what about you? You are you coming to BetaCon? Oh, you said you were. Deck is coming too. Okay, 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 okay. So um, yeah, I, I, of course, you know, flights are expensive, but it would be fun yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, well, it'd be I fun, but uh, I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered about drag cons. There's too many people for me, and I don't like queuing for stuff. I mean, well, unless well, look, look, that, that makes it easier for me. You know, <laughs> what I was thinking of just. What do you guys think of this? That I hire like. Because Ross lives in Palm Springs, like we hire Ross to come in and make a personal appearance, um, and maybe because there's a lot of drag shows that go on there too. Like I think Morgan was it Morgan or Raven that used to run the drag shows out there. So like I'm sure we could get we could have our own little drag con at Betacon, you know, with a couple of the drag queens. Well, you could, but I mean, it it'll be better just to go to not to public shows. No, like don't. The problem is if no, you're no, paying no, someone no, to do, they show up to us. Yeah, but I if you pay like... someone, to, if you get a personal oh. appearance, aren't they? Just, you know what I mean. I, I always have that feeling that they're looking at that. You know that they can't wait to go and clock off. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> but oh. I'm very, you know, I'm I'm too cynical though. <laughs> yeah, you you, you, you know, well... Bianca lives in Palm Springs now too. I think Bianca is going to want to sit there and have a long conversation with Luke Stamen about living <laughs> in Ohio. I mean, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Luke ends up being, like, the drag queen's, like, favorite person. 
speaking. Yeah. I'm probably, you know, if I'm honest, I'm probably only coming so that I can see Luke and Jordan Darling in person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. That's a good question. And then, and then we'll wrap it up. We'll ask this question and we'll wrap it up. Is of the not just the episode, but the host and everything that deck off the top of your head, who are you excited about meeting? Is it a Taylor, a Jay Ellis, a, a Luke Stamen? Who are you most excited about meeting? I think he said already. No, no, we just had a home high, but, but I don't. I don't oh, know. okay. Well, Luke Stamen would be interesting to me. I just would want we would be wondering what sort of safety precautions there would be with having Luke oh, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to have him like Hannibal Lecter, like wrapped <laughs> up with the mask on in a in a, a dolly. Uh huh. I would love to meet Nomi. Nomi seems like such an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Um, from when I've seen him, like um, when he's been on the stage or yeah, and um, back in the I think back in the crowdcast days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he he would come on. He seems like a very and and with the way he like sort of talks on the Discord, he's a very interesting person. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see a live Norman's Correction Corner. I'm sure he has a. a oh yeah, rule of deck, we would so keep him in the corner. We'd have a stool, <laughs> and then he could just raise his hand, and we go, "Yes, Nami," and he would tell me how I was wrong. Well, we would just have to have like booths where we have Luke, yeah. and then we have Nami, and they're across from each other. <laughs> That's really have a booth, and then with humble pies, just, there's no opening to the booth. It's just a box. And yeah, you, oh, you know, like, a, like a confessional with a priest. It's like you know, a Funko. <laughs> it's like a Funko Pop doll, where you just keep it in the packaging. You just yeah. Keep yeah, or a Teddy Ruxpin corner. Yeah, yeah, we'll arrange a Teddy Ruxpin, and we'll, humble can just stay home and talk to the Teddy Ruxpin to people. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just have like so... a big flat screen TV and just prop it up, and then have somebody on a stand wheel it around, and she could just yeah. talk to people. Yeah, I know, but but um. But uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, Nami, that's a good one. But you know, let me ask you. Wait, let's ask Yaz too. Yaz, who are you most excited to meet? Well, there's two. I mean, from a first perspective, it would be you know Nat Pat ninety Lou. Oh yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, but from a from the show perspective, of course, uh, it would be fun to meet people I listen to all the time. The other thing is Ben and Fraser are kind of nearby. Maybe they could come. Oh, say they'll, hello. They'll, they'll for sure come. They'll come. Um, That'd be fun, and we could reminisce about early, early two thousands uh, uh-huh. UK stuff. And, uh, yeah, that'd be weird. nice. This, this didn't used to be the case, but it is now that the only non Southern California afterthought host is uh, Taylor. Everybody um, else yeah. is here. Adam Burns. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He oh yeah. Too. Yeah, Adam Burns too. Yeah. Would Adam Burns Whatever. come? Adam Burns said he would come. Lawson said he would come. Taylor said he would come. All oh, that would be fun. Would, yeah. All the afterthought. I'll probably there'll be some list of. I keep thinking it should be then. it should be called Aftercon. It's I, I don't know something. Could. I think you're right. I, it was the Betacon started as a joke when Pride Forty Eight was it going to have there. So as a joke, I said I was going to do Betacon. I yeah. Uh, and is it? I was problem? thinking. Oh sorry. No no you go go. You should have Betacon, and then you should have an after party called Aftercon. Uh, and then have like oh, a wrap up. Well, no, you know what? You know what I was thinking? Here's what it is. No, I got it. Because I was thinking Aftercon, we'll call it now, um, would 
would be a weekend event, like, you know, Friday evening through Monday morning or Sunday evening or something, right? But I yeah. was thinking for people like Yaz and Deck and stuff like that, they're not, they're, they're, why would I fly all the way to fucking the U.S. for three days, right? So Betacon could be the like the week before, like, the, you know, Sunday through, you know, the next Friday till we go to Aftercon, where we go to the Magic Castle. Anyone's welcome to come, by the way. It could be live around here. But we go to Magic Castle. We do, because Palm Springs is like an hour and a half, two hours from Los Angeles. But we do all the Hollywood. We go on the, we get our life on the bus, celebrities waving back at us, you know. And we do Magic Castle and we do taco tours. I- Disneyland, we do all that stuff leading up to AfterCon. But BetaCon is the Monday through Friday before. That just sounds like a lot of money and a lot of walking. Well, no, but for these people, though, <laughs> that's for you. Why would, Deck, why would you come out here for three days? Am I wrong? I would probably come out, obviously, for slightly longer, but I'm, I've done a couple of solo trips before to Berlin and uh, Barcelona, so I'm accustomed to doing things on my own anyway. So I would like oh, just go and oh. see the sites. Um, yeah, no, we don't. We don't need to be exhausted. But if you, you know, if you want us, if you want to do something with us, that's great. But don't feel you don't have to host us. For, okay, like, you're, treat, you're treating them like they're <laughs> like your cousins. Like, hey, come out a week, full week, and no, we'll, no, I'll no, take no, you to no, the no, site. No, 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 no. I see what you're saying, but what I'm saying is. It's sounding like a lot. It probably would be a lot of alone time, but it would be like one thing in the evening each night. So Magic Castle would be one night. The only one that would probably be like a whole day, day thing, but maybe not like a Disneyland thing, but maybe I might not even go to that, you know? But I think I think what they're saying is they're just excited to see people from the Discord and talk and hang out. And that, you know, that could just be done on a weekend. I don't think you need to make it more of a okay, thing. Okay, all right. But look, that's why, but that's why I'm doing... That's why I'm doing this. We're talking to people. And see, by the way, no one has to go to Betacon. It's the option <laughs> is there, and if you want to go, don't go. You know. Anyway, here's yeah, but if, yeah, but if if yeah. if I fly out there, I might I might pass by Betacon briefly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also, you, yeah, you can do. You're, you're not you're not tied into Betacon. If you're like, oh, I'll do Magic Castle. Like, all right, see you there. You know. Um, okay, final question. What afterthought, because you guys have mentioned things like, oh, you know, formerly Crowdcast or whatever. What afterthought, either shows or features, are you guys, oh, I wish that would come back? We'll start with uh, Yaz. Well, it's, a, I mean, I feel like I've been, I haven't been here since the very beginning, but I've been here for, I don't know, I, I don't know when I started, but I was here for the beginning of the beginning of the Mixlers. That was already a few years after I started listening to the podcast. But I don't wish Mixer would come back because we've got it. You know, Discord is the evolution of all those things. Um, It was nice to see the crowdcasts, but the software was glitchy and everything. So we could do that in Discord. Didn't we do that in Discord a couple of times already, Humble? Well, no, I mean with video. Yeah, we we, could do video in Discord. Oh, Mm -hmm. really? Are there links? Does it link to... Okay. Well, I, I don't. It's Humble, not that I'm... Answer, yeah, Humble, can you answer this question? Is she still there? Okay. I don't remember. Well, what were you asking? Does it link to something? Well, did you ever do video things on on the Discord? I can't remember, but I don't uh, miss the video. I think so far we've had it so that the only people who can do video are the hosts, except in the game night channel. Mm. Um, anybody can stream in there. 
By the way, where's without being too personal, where's Humble's yeah. accent from? Because it, it's an it's not an accent we hear very often. It uh, sounds. Heaven. <laughs> oh, Joe. Uh, I'm I'm originally from like the the DC area, um, but uh, that's not that can't be a DC accent though. No, no. Uh, Maryland is is technically considered a southern state. It's right south of the Mason Dixon oh. line. Um, right. So to people from the north, I think I sound uh, very southern compared to them. Uh, whereas people from the south would say, "Oh, that's not a southern accent." So it's it's right on the edge, I think. Uh, oh really? I feel it, like you have like a, a like a non accent. Like you don't. I don't really notice an affectation or anything. No, it even like, sounds. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I I do say like y'all and stuff. Um, oh and I yeah. Also, I just on a, on a personal level, I tend to make words sound softer. Like you're not going to hear a lot of hard T's and stuff. Like if I were to say Santa hat, it would sound like Santa hat. Um. Uh, so, which, which I think throws people off too. It almost has the same. It almost has a, uh, the same sound as uh, Utica's accent. Oh, interesting. A little bit, and a little bit uh, like the. I know the Fargo accent is extreme. Is that the, what's the Fargo accent called? Uh, oh, is it yeah. Midwestern? Yeah. yeah, Midwestern is, um, yeah. Yeah, oh, so that, it has, a, it, I know it's not that extreme, but it has a little sound of that to it, so I was wondering. Humble was from somewhere near there, but no. <laughs> no, no. Um, huh? Okay, so wait, so yeah, so we have video. Is there anything you missed, Deck? Like, there are shows that you're like, why don't you bring this show back, or this feature I back? really, you mentioned this, we were talking about, it, I think, pre-recording Rumor Mill. I loved listening to Pat Campai recently joined the exclusive tier and listened to like all of the exclusive shows from like the past year mm-hmm. and fat camp was i think probably one of my favorites the sort of like celebrity Aww. guest um intro was i don't know according to travi was though that was really boring today maybe maybe a bit rusty oh, brother oh. brother oh, brother um you know i think I, I love the new um voicemail feature i don't know you haven't no played one used it. it i i wasn't i i like i always have a opinion on each episode but i didn't want to because i'd done it the once i was sort of waiting for other people to do it since i didn't want it to be like me yeah i, I wish we had it in the in the in uk season one and uh drag race holland because i i kept thinking of things to let you know like slang or local because oh, i live not far from right, yeah yeah i kept wanting to say things but i but mm. i did email joe um during season one like i was like very drunk it was after a viewing party mm-hmm. um and it was about the state of the lip syncs in season one mm-hmm. because like i'd never seen such piss poor lip syncs in my entire life yeah like Lawrence Cheney even are worst in Glasgow, even at the start of her drag career, was given better lip syncs than people on season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. Yeah, I, don't back, know, uh, I don't get that part about, like, oh, because they sing. So, yes, some of them do sing, but that's like, it's such a, it's such a shit excuse because everyone lip syncs. Sure, there mm-hmm. are less, you know, like, Alyssa Edwards, you know, throwing mm-hmm. themselves on the floor, sort of people. Yeah, but 
most drag queens that I know of, at least in Glasgow and sort of at the surrounding area, all do amazing lip syncs, especially one of the best things come out of one of one of the few good things come out of uh, the pandemic was the sheer artistry that came out of the drag queens in Scotland and the wider the UK, everywhere in the world, see what they can do given a little time, a little money and a few cameras and a green screen sort of thing. Um uh-huh. so I yeah, I don't I, I never got I never got the the only sign excuse because it's just not true. Well, no, we'll then you should then you gotta send in uh the the voicemail. By the way, Lori said she doesn't know how, but she exited, which I don't believe that, but whatever. Um okay, boys. <laughs> well let's call it a day there. Please come on again. Yod, please stop denying the invitations. Yeah, I, I should. Uh, but tonight, I thought, you know what? I've really got nothing to say about season thirteen. I can't think. And it's also often it's very, very late where we are when when you're on live. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I do miss the mixer days, and I do regret not coming on when it was mixer. So I'm happy to be on and say hello. And what about uh, you, Deckhead? Are you going to start to keep saying shady things about me and Twinks? Uh, I like. Uh, yeah, I will. I will. It's okay, it's perfect. a good joke. That's awesome. Yeah, it is a good joke. And uh, humble as always, you're the national treasure uh, of Discord. I'm glad I'm appreciated. Uh, what are you What are you making tonight? What What's What are you cooking? I'm meal prepping a breakfast casserole. Um, and my uh, Instacart person accidentally brought me a gigantic family sized pack of chicken legs, so I got to figure out what to do with those. That's a very good question. Um, all right, people. Well, then, thank you guys so much for doing. What do you guys think of like throwing down? You guys like throwing down? I are, yeah. Are there any shows you don't like? What shows don't you like, Yards? Uh, well, I listen to almost all of them, and then I go in phases. So I'll I'll um, keep some on the back burner and go back to them. Like I never waste a show. I I'll just say, oh yeah, like Sydney Gaze. I'll I'll wait till all the episodes oh, came out, and then I'll listen yeah. to. It. So, I mean, what, yeah, I, before I didn't remember to answer your question about the shows and what I miss, I mean, there was a point when you got too stressed about getting, you wanted to be the first one out on iTunes or something, so then you made yeah. the, the first response, so there's all yeah. that stuff, but I did kind of like to where you got last year with the first, was it first response where you had Hayley and your, and the, your cousin and her friend? Uh, sometimes talking that's nice occasionally that's the stuff i miss not not all the time oh, but oh, to, oh, oh. who's Haney? i forgot i've forgotten her name your, your oh, Jamila? oh no natalie and then uh javi natalie and javi and uh hayley i, I said hayley not Haley. yeah hayley oh hayley's not related to me but yeah hayley was no no i know oh. But uh, when hey, yeah, just occasionally when they come in and talk the professional view of uh, of the of the looks and everything. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. season thirteen, we haven't really needed much professional view of the looks because yeah, it's yeah. Just... especially I don't know what we're gonna do for All Star Six because Salandra, Roddenkamp, and I none of us like the looks of of yeah. what of the of the promo looks or. Just in general, they don't like the Oh, they don't like... No, no. Well, the problem is now, uh, all the girls um, have have designed... Well, a lot of them have the designers and everything. And you'd almost need someone that knows that. It's like, okay, yeah. this is from... This guy who was on Project Runway Season 4 and all this. You need... You need 
or you know, there's another. Sh- maybe there's other shows out there doing that. But for me, I'm not also not so interested unless there's some real information. All right. What about you, Deck? Before we go, last word. What shows do you not like anymore? Um, I like all the shows. It's just there's some shows I don't listen. Uh, well, I, oh. there's some shows I don't listen to. Um, like what? I don't find myself often listening to Dragos UK. Oh, um, really? Interesting. Just because okay. I think that the Dragos UK's current iteration is more just another "You're Welcome America" sort of explaining UK drag to American audiences, and I just don't that that doesn't do, do anything for me because I get all the references. I don't need oh. um, a podcast telling me all the references from Drag Race UK. Yeah, do you want to fight with him? Um, no, I understand where he's coming from, but for me, you see, I've got the perspective of someone that I mean, look, Dex. In, he's there right now, and he's a lot. He's a lot younger than me, so I can mm. see where maybe he he's in it. Like he doesn't maybe doesn't need the some of. I mean, that's not all they do. They do. It's quite a long, in depth chat about I, it as well. I also can. Um, I can't stand but, the fact that I'm not the only Scottish afterthought. So I'll never listen to Dragon uh, <laughs> uh, Okay. Oh, I see. Right. Well, uh, I. I enjoyed listening to it, but maybe it's also because I don't, you know, I don't have anyone to talk about that the show with, and I'm and I left the UK, so it's fun to hear these guys that have also mm. left the UK and they're like fle- reflecting on it and trying to explain it to. Oh, interesting! Very interesting. And what other shows don't you listen to, Deck? I actually think Dragon UK is the only one I don't listen to. I love oh Thrown Down. Uh-huh. I love your um, the chemistry with Adam. Mm-hmm. I ha- I have been feeling your frustration with his um with his Weight Watchers diet. Um, well, it goes to his whole life. That's why. Yeah. When Lawson um said that he couldn't listen to the food, they're like, "All right, well, I'm talking about the food. This is this is a guy who said, you know, he's changed his mind on this, but he said, you know, that." Uh, he was going to be gay until he was old and then live his last few years as straight so he could get into heaven. And I feel that's the way he is with everything. It's like, oh, well, this, there's this, you know, there's the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. So eggs are zero points. Therefore, I can have a 12-egg omelet. Like, well, that's not, not really the spirit of the whole thing. And it's frustrating. Because like I said, I told this in the show, is ultimately when you talk to Adam in his private life, this stuff is making his life miserable. He's miserable. And so my whole point is you don't have to be miserable. Yeah, my yeah. grand does, she had to lose weight for surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes to like a, a, a similar thing called Stun World. We do have Weight mm-hmm. Watchers in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but she goes to this one called Stun World. And she doesn't, they have a thing called Sins instead of Points. Mm-hmm. She doesn't stick to that crap. She, she affect, I think she mostly goes to the meetings that they have. For mm-hmm. the social aspect of it, and to get weighed, that's about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, she just she she basically just watches their calories. Yeah, and she's really dropped the weight. And I think the Weight Watchers and Summer World and all those other similar things can be good ways to teach yourself mm-hmm. how to get into the mindset of losing weight. Mm-hmm. But especially someone who's who did a science degree, mm-hmm. um, these wishy washy like cut a carb or cut out this or cut out that. It doesn't really work. It's just all about calories in and out. And the funny thing is, I was listening to, I think, an older episode of um, Throwing Down, or I think maybe with the, the, your guest spot on Mitch Minus, and Adam mm-hmm. mentioned 
but it's all about calories in and calories out. Yeah. Um, but then he doesn't really carry that forward with his Weight Watchers um, diet. Yeah. And then he's sad when he only lost a pound or something like that. All right, guys. Well, let's end it there. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on here. Yas, please come on again. Uh, and, Deck, we always love having you, you know. And I uh, hope like, I get to meet you guys mean, at yeah. um, AfterCon. Yeah, yeah. it's great to be on. And uh, I I just wish I'd have done it during uh, Drag Race. Uh, well, look, we have we have ho- the future. So yeah. I have a I have a new policy ever since Lori's debacle last time. Is I'm gonna stay on until you no, I think I can actually boot all you guys actually. Um I can't boot Humble because we can, yeah, we can, can give yeah, see, yeah, then I don't want people to hear, you know, Yaz eating a waffle or deck. Deck, do you like haggis? I love haggis. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so I have vegetarian haggis, which is I think it's better. It's get better spices than regular haggis, but I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. All right, boys, boot boot yourself. Yeah. That way, I can. I, I'm not going to be worried All right. because I, then, then people will hear you. Okay, cheers. Okay, take care. Good night, bye guys. Bye bye.